Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the BBC Music Magazine podcast. You can subscribe to the magazine by visiting classical-music.com or to our interactive iPad edition by visiting iTunes.com. BBC Music Magazine is now an official Apple Music curator and you can listen to our exclusive playlists by visiting applemusic.com slash bbcmm. Hello and welcome to our monthly cover CD podcast in which we take a brief look at the works on the disc that accompanies the latest issue of BBC Music Magazine. I'm Eleanor Cooper, the magazine's editorial assistant and with me is our deputy editor Jeremy Pound. Hello. Our Christmas cover CD f- features the super sextet that is the King Singers. They're performing a fully festive programme with music by the likes of Bird, Poulenc, Herbert Howes and many more. The disc was recorded live in the chapel of King's College, Cambridge, the original home of the ensemble. Let's begin with this Christmas carol by the Renaissance Flemish composer Orlando Lassus, Resonet in Laudibus. was the opening of Lassus's carol Resonet in Laudibus, sung on our Christmas issue cover CD by the King's Singers. This 14th century text, roughly translated, demands that we let the voice of praise resound, something that the King's Singers are more than happy to do here. This carol is one of a few early works on this cover CD. What else have we got, Jeremy? Right, well, the CD moves in roughly chronological order. So we begin with a plain chant in procession, that's the Odier Christus Natus Est chant. And then, as we've heard, we have Lassus's Resonet in Laudibus, and then we have William Byrd's Beata Viscera Mariae Virginis, which was published in 1605. Praetoris's Est ist ein Ross entsprungen, published in 1609, which is a very f- familiar, famous setting. And then we round off this Renaissance section with Swaylink's Odier Christus Natus, which was published in 1619. So within just five tracks of the disc, we've actually already had music by a Belgian, a Brit, a German and a Dutchman. It's a nicely pan-Northern European survey of Christmas music of the late Renaissance period, I'd say. And then we move on from there to more modern types. Yes, next on the disc, we have three of Poulenc's exquisite Quatre Motet pour le Temps de Noël. The most famous of the set is the haunting first motet, O Manu Mysterium. But for now, we're going to have a listen to part of the second movement, Quem Vidistis Pastores Dicite. Quem Vidistis Pastores Dicite. 
Quos pilanx motet, quem vidistes pastores dicite, the second of his Quattro motet pour le temps de Noël. Tell us a bit more about these works, Jeremy. Yes, um, these works, which you also might know as in their English translation as the Four Christmas Motets, um, they were written in the early 1950s. Um, Pulak himself actually had an interesting relationship with religion in that he was brought up a Catholic by his parents, but then turned away from it in his youth and kind of followed the bright lights instead. And then following the death of a friend in the 1930s and also a visit to the shrine of the Black Virgin in Rocamadour, which is in southwest France, um, he returned to religion to an extent. And part of his religious music output were the four Christmas motets, of which we feature three on this disc. Um, each of the four has a very different character, beginning with the hushed wonder of Omanium Mysterium, and then rounding off with the ebullient celebration of Odier Christus Nartesest. Incidentally, in the same issue of BBC Music Magazine, the Christmas issue, we also have a building a library survey of the best recordings of the four motets, and it's well worth a look at. At this stage in our Christmas cover CD, we actually turn the clock back a little and nip over the channel for Herbert Howells' three carol anthems. Let's hear the beginning of the first one, A Spotless Rose. Is carol anthems written, Jeremy? Right, well, the, the three carol anthems were written during and at the end of the First World War. And actually, the order in which they are traditionally performed isn't the order in which they're written. Um, a Spotless Rose was the, was the final one of the set to be written, but that's always the first one to be heard. Interestingly, A Spotless Rose also had the least likely source of inspiration. As Howell said, it came to him while he was watching trains chuntering up and down the line on the Gloucester to Bristol Railway. <laughs> I've actually been travelling on that very line myself for, on a daily basis for about 12 years now at Alas, I've yet to be inspired to any carol writing greatness myself. <laughs> From Gloucestershire to Argentina now, and Peter Knight's arrangement of La Peregrinación by Ariel Ramirez, a Christmas piece many of our listeners won't have heard before. Before we listen to it, let's find a little bit more out about why it's included on this festive disc. Well, very briefly, it's part of a sequence of close harmony songs that also includes God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, Tormé's The Christmas Song, Still, 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 which is an Austrian carol, and Jingle Bells, and all are heard in arrangements that were written especially for the King Singers, and their distinctive combination of two countertenors, one tenor, two baritones, and one bass. And so as such, this, this sequence neatly encapsulates the King Singers' sound.
was the beginning of Aria Ramirez La Peregrination, arranged by Peter Knight and performed by the King Singers on our Christmas issue cover CD. The group is celebrating an important anniversary in 2018, aren't they, Jeremy? They are indeed. Um, it's, it will be 50 years since um, the first six King Singers had their first public performance at uh, Queen Elizabeth Hall on the South Bank in May 1968. It was the 1st of May 1968, in fact. Um, Obviously, the group has changed hugely in personnel since then. Um, There have been, in total, 23 singers in the group over the course of its nearly 50 years. Um, The current six, interestingly, are actually quite close in age um, to the original six because the first six came fairly soon out of university and got together then and then they've had some members who've been there for quite a long time they actually had an older look to the group for a while but now the present six are all either in their 30s or below and they've recently acquired a new member haven't they they have indeed earlier this year david hurley the countertenor left the group after 26 formidable years with them Um, a bit of an era you might say and he's been replaced by Pat Dunnocky. So for the first time in a very, very long time, the, the highest voice in the group has had a change. So exciting times ahead for the King Singers. For now, let's round off this festive cover CD podcast with one of the last tracks on the album. Before we do, it's goodbye from Jeremy and me until January 2017. We wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this BBC Music Magazine podcast, which was produced in our Bristol studio by Jack Fletcher. For more of our podcasts, visit our website at classical-music.com or simply head to iTunes.